It's now time. The nationally syndicated radio show that brings nothing but heat. Spit fire. Save the matches radio with the brothers that are unmatched. What's wrong with Jada? What's wrong with Jada Smith, man? She always talking about her. They, they problems. What's going on in the bed, the relationship, who she's crept on. You guys ever been in a situation with your girl? She want everybody to know. Man, you know what? He used to suck my toes, but he just don't suck him right no more. Like, bro, he just as bad. He just as bad. In his new book, talking about he gets sex so much that he'd throw up when he have sex with his orgasms with women. What? Wow, that's yes, weird. Weird. <laughs> that's weird. I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. They're one of the girls to go get you a cup of water. And you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't understand that. I get that. Doors, bro. Look, I understand it. When you working out hard and you ain't got nothing in your stomach, you end up throwing up or something like, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? That dude, you ain't got nothing in your stomach. Bro. But <laughs> you throwing up on a girl when you having sex. No. I'm Not because you was drunk, but because you was just. I wasn't drunk. I was just chilling, man. We had, it's just a bad combination of things. We had some McDonald's and we used to start cracking open beers. I think it was Bud Light. At the time, I was a Bud Light drinker. Man. That McDonald's and that Bud Light did not mix in my stomach when I was sitting in her bed. It's the first night she's gonna give me some too. I was just sitting there like, oh. Oh, she's in the shower. And then, uh, you know, the girls be having them smells around their house. Every girl house smells different, you know what I'm saying? Cause they spray. Yo, as soon as she came out that shower, I was like, ooh, she looked good. Why <laughs> ain't never been forced to throw up like that before, bro? But I feel bad because I'm like, I'm like, man, I bet you she just sleeping in it too. Just a room full of throw up smell. You know, when you put the room, you still smell the scent. Man, I had to come by. Right. I ended up coming over a Tuesday or Wednesday with a carpet cleaner I got from Lowe's or Home Depot. <laughs> I Yo. Hey, I think she had Eric's pop me again after that. Bro. I recommend to all my listeners in the bedroom like that, bro. Did you drink it? Yeah. But it, it wasn't heavy. It wasn't like I was drinking a bunch of liquor and different things. Bro. One beer and McDonald's. I was like, something ain't right. My stomach was like, hey, we can't digest this. Nope. I was like, hey, let's do it tonight. Look, man, I didn't need you to digest this. So, you know, we get in this girl. You know what I'm saying? He's like, that ain't why he said he threw up. You know, skins, huh? That ain't why yeah. he said he threw up. He said, it had to be the Bud Light. No <laughs> nah, he, he said, broke. he said he had so much sex that every time he would have sex with women, he would end up throwing up. Right on the window. Oh, hell happened. no. <laughs> I drink it. No, bro. Now, you know what? Now, that is uh, like uh, some, some freaky fetish stuff. Because there is what they call a Cosby sweater. You ever heard of that? A Cosby yeah, sweater? No. Yeah. It was yeah, the Cosby he, sweater. 
Oh, yeah, hell you no. Listen, I, I guess I guess the girl uh, or you know um, eats um, uh, what is it? Um, uh, Fruity Pebbles. And then drinks a forty, and then while y'all having sex, she throws up all over you, and then that's the Cosby sweater because you know it's colorful. Throw. <laughs> oh hell no! You can Google that. Like, I wish I were making it up. That is yeah. insane. So now I'm like, is Will Smith on that? Because that's a fetish. You know, people get into that. So I'm like, because I never well, heard of that throwing up on somebody. You know. No wonder they can't Man. get along. Damn, that's hard. That is just hard. That is just so gross to me. I'm like, I, I, I be like, man, you need some help. Yeah, the smell of vomit is gonna cancel the night for me. As soon as I smell some some Earl, I'm done. I'm anything I was gonna do. <laughs> two people throwing up in the bedroom. Ugh, how are you? How's people putting up with this? And- as far as cleaning up the mess, Will Smith. That's his. That's what. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I uh, I was watching a documentary about porn stars, and a lot of the uh, ones who are in the business said that they hate the internet because they said now with amateur porn, any idiot can take their clothes off on the internet and get and make a bunch of money and be on uh, OnlyFans and all that. So they said us real people who've been in the game for a minute, it kind of took a, a, you know a lot of the steam away from us, took a lot of our fandom. Because, you know, now you can get it anywhere readily available on your cell phone or whatever. So a lot of big foreign people, they hate the, they hate the porn industry these days. I actually can't understand as a star. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that's what the internet does in technology, man. Cats got to recognize, like, eventually somebody where came up with the own fans idea sooner or later. be told, I came up with the idea a long time ago. Man, yeah. I want a website specifically for celebrities where they can just show people celebrity because fans is crazy like these mm-hmm. fans man they it's it's damn near idol worship man they it, yeah. it probably is in some cases man these cats is insane they will yeah. I mean think about that Trevor concert everybody what's that dude name that, that artist that everybody like the one oh, that had you talking about that Travis Scott Travis yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I call mm-hmm. him Look, man, Travis Scott, I, he all right as an artist to me. I don't understand, like, the big deal. I listen to this cat music. I will never give any of his albums the greatest album. <laughs> I like Travis Scott. I like Travis Scott. Look, his music is cool, but I'm like, bro, this is not, like, groundbreaking to me. Like, not groundbreaking <laughs> enough to stomp people out at a concert. This dude just be, he be doing that Wayne singing in the mic. You can't understand none of it. got me talking about mumble rappers, and Travis Scott is a mumble singer. Like, what did he say? First of all, man, I like I like Travis Scott, man. Okay. <laughs> running people over for this cat. Like, bro, how did y'all stomp somebody out of that? I still don't see how people could not care about a human being underneath their feet. Bro. Yeah, well, that, that 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 concert was a huge mess. And then there was somebody I follow on TikTok. They had posted like uh, some shots from the concert, and they showed people like walking up this ladder to the stage. You know, trying to tell Travis Scott and the security that people were getting hurt, but they weren't listening. Why would, they, why would, well, that, why would I listen to you? That dude's literally half a mile away in a sea of half a million people. I'm like, nah, bro, was up there right next to him. No, they was up there on stage, close to him. Man, yeah, he's, he's known for having off the hook concerts. 
Travis Scott ain't no I ain't here to perform. And according to this contract, in order to pay my bills, I need to perform. Yeah, like, he getting sued for all that money, like man. Yeah, I, yeah, that I think that's coming. Yeah, this could be career ending because a lot of young people died. There's a lot, yeah. a lot of people yeah. under twenty, like eight years old, like eight year old or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was really, really bad. Yeah, he was young. Nah, it's one thing to get stomped out, but it's another thing to get stomped to death. Man, like, there's so many people. No way I'm falling at a concert and people are stomped. I'm biting ankles and I'm pulling people down with me. There's no way I'm falling by myself and getting stomped. Why people no, bro. Okay, no. but you didn't. You must not have seen the video then. It was so many people. Did you? Did you not see all them people that watched the thing? What? What? I've been standing here all day. What? Stand behind me like y'all been doing. Nah, what happened? They said it was They said there were people in the concert, and then there was a surge of people that got through. And the surge mm. of people that got through pushed their way, trying to push their way to the front. And that's how the stuff happened. His concerts are known for being like off the hook. Like I remember years ago, I seen him on uh, Ridiculousness with Rob Durdick on uh, MTV, and he had talked about how his concerts was like rodeos. He said it's a rodeo, so I want people to come and get wild and be hanging off the walls. And so he's known for that. With that said, he obviously didn't want all this that happened like that. But they'll try and probably try and bring that up and use it against them. Like yeah, you know. And he's known also known for having mosh pits. Now mosh pits you usually only see at a rock concert. But he would have them at his shows. That's another thing that kind of makes Travis Scott different. Now, in a ma- a mosh pit is pretty much like people in a pit running into each other, knocking people each other over, beating each other. But usually, if you get beat and knocked down in a mosh pit, oh yeah, I'm, I'm dead serious about this. This is <clears throat> I've never been in one. I've been in one mosh pit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I've never been in one, but I've been to a rock show and seen one and be like, oh, that's that mosh pit stuff they talking about. Because I, I think that's crazy to be, you know, beating each other up. But they do that. But usually if you get knocked down, they said the person who knocked you down will help you up. It's friendly, but it can be kind of rough. So, and, and Travis Scott would have mosh pits at his shows and stuff. So people might have thought something like that was going on, but that's not what was going on. Yeah. People were being trampled, so. Even if, even if it was a mosh pit, even if it was a full-blown fight, and one thing I ain't never do was start pushing people and yeah. letting people push me. Man, I remember being at big crowds and people push me. I turn around like, I can't, bro. They're pushing me. You gonna get beat up because you ain't. Too. You know what he did? He yeah. turned around. He looked at me. Wait, 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 you ain't got. Look, dude, look at me like, yo, I ain't trying to die by this black dude. Well, he turn around and start yelling at the other person who's less threatening. Back that up. You know what that person <laughs> I ain't trying to die by this dude. He looks scared as hell. Everybody back. And you know what? It just it, it's turning the domino. Everybody, hey, let's chill. That's human beings' responsibility. Not traveling. When was the last time you been to a concert outside? Oh, uh, Kendrick you people Lamar. Surrounded by you. Like, you got people in front of you, behind you, beside you. Kendrick Lamar. It's not that easy to get people to get off of you. Man, listen. I be on that trash when I go to concerts, man. That's God, funny. Yeah. I'm not getting stomped to death, man. I'm breaking. I'm killing. I'm fighting everybody. You could be a, a crowd of a thousand people. I'm fighting the first dude that's trying to push me, man. Everybody else catching phase too, man. I'm sorry, bro. Clap. Now, get <laughs> the Yo, them cats who got on the ground probably got knocked out like by somebody that was like, man, pushing me. Boom. 
Now he getting stomped out behind the dude. Because I ain't getting stomped out, bro. I ain't going yeah. to the Golden Gates and catch like, hey, how you get here? Yeah, you know, that's, that's a sad situation, though. Nobody, I mean, you, nobody wanted that, you know. And Travis Scott, he he didn't want that. He, he, no, I'm sure, no way in a million years he woke up thinking that concert was going to end like that. So, right, you know, right, right. since it was his concert, the bug does kind of stop with him. So, I mean, he's going to have to. And plus, who has all the money? You know, people looking for restitution. People they're looking yeah, for yeah. money, so they're going to sue him. He got the money. Yeah, he's Travis Scott. Sue, you know, they can sue everybody else involved except the artist that's performing. It makes no it sense. It depends on what their contract was. It depends on what was in their contract. Oh, I guarantee you, they're going to sue him because he's got the money. That's where the money's at. You know, of, of all these, anybody involved, Travis Scott's got the money, so they're going to sue him. Well, Travis Scott, mm-hmm. I don't like your music, but I don't think you should be canceled. <laughs> I don't think you should be harassed by these people. To me, is they they the real villains. It's their fault for going out of control. Every person involved, they need to get every name for every person that was in that crowd pushing. The ones in the front, the ones in the back. I was I was just stuck. Actually, when people start pushing, fights should break out. Nobody's enjoying the push. Like huh, he's pushing me, I'm gonna push the person in front of me. Spitfire Save the Matches Radio is now available in all app stores. Away. Now, do you really love your mate the way you think you say you do? Well, that's a beautiful thing when you can get that brand new Kit Kat. Never breaking up, keep the bars intact. It's like I massage the track. Instead of asking for some, just massage the back. She will start the back, back to that booty up. Give you booby from the side like some newly leather puffs. What's
What's up, Trey? What's good? Hey, what's up? Yo, yo. My it's bad, good. man. Hey, it's all good. I was literally just chilling here reading a book, man. Really? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I saw the message, and I was like, oh, 30 more minutes? I was like, cool, I'll just keep reading this book. You know? What's the reader, man? From uh, Terry nah, Yeah, yeah, nah. <laughs> uh, I was just, I just picked up like seven uh, habits of effective, of highly effective people. Um, I'm reading like seven books at the same time because I, I don't like to read one whole book at the same time. I like to read thoughts. So like I'll finish a thought and then like, man, I read every book like it's the Bible. Wow, man. Well, man, based off your music, man. My bad. (laughs) I just came in like on some, okay, so, uh. (laughs) (laughs) But that's good. I mean, that's good. I mean, hey, yeah, that's good stuff. Okay. We talk about, they was talking about the uh, incident that happened with the uh, concert where people got killed. Yeah. Yeah. It's really tough, especially, you know, I'm, it's, it's tough in general. You know, you think like, like what the heck, man, it's just like, people tripping um but uh the thing in houston that was mad surprising but uh to me what it felt like it was just a sign of an unchecked culture Mm. of uh of an age an age range so it's like uh we've made so much room in society uh, for people to feel free through the digital internet, you know what I mean. Much freedom is a um, real thing. Yeah, so like they think that in the real world they can act the same way that they do online, mm. but there's real life consequences. Um, you know, it's kind of like when you say Twitter fingers, right? Right. We've we mm. we all know, come to learn what that means. Well, there's also there's also like. Twitter life or Reddit life, you know what I mean, and uh, that's not how it works. So you know when you've encouraged a certain amount of um, a certain type of behavior online, you know, kids are gonna be kids, man. They gonna come and they gonna show up and they gonna try to prove themselves in it. And then you know what? There's a whole world of followers right now. Whole world of followers. Tell them again. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Welcome, welcome back to you know, far as I'm concerned. You, anyways, I, I've been a bad. fan. I'm trying to be Kanye right now, I guess. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no such thing as too deep. You can't get nah. too deep. 
<laughs> nah, you good? I came on and said I'm read. I'm reading. I'm reading this, uh, the books of life right now, and uh, started talking about the root of all evil. I'm crazy on uh, drink champs. That, that was interesting. Yeah, that dude's pretty pretty intelligent. He made me check myself. Um, I, I was looking. I was like, you know what? He's not wrong. He has always said exactly what he wanted to say at any given you know state in time when he was broke when he wasn't broke he's always been him that was something that i was like i need to always be myself no matter what that's hard that's hard especially on you know i mean without a gate you know what i'm saying most right. because everybody's always judging you and you always trying to make sure you don't get judged you fit in the right spaces especially as an artist that's got artists trying to be yourself as an artist because you want to be accepted by the masses eventually. By yeah. everyone. But yeah. man, I, I feel you, man. You can achieve it. And that's where it's at. Be yourself. I mean, right. I guess there's two ways you could look at it. Um, for him, he's got enough money to where it doesn't matter. Yeah. The other way yeah. would be uh, like for someone like me who doesn't have Kanye money, the way I tend to look at it is like as long as I'm taking care of my household and my family and my friends like that doesn't change so that's my reality that I take hold in you know what I'm saying yeah that's my FU money yeah it's my FU relationships mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying man. man you've been in music your whole life practically huh yeah uh, I hit 20 years this last year yeah, 20 oh, years. Oh, wow. Congrats. Thanks. Yeah. Years. Yeah. I picked up the guitar when I was 13. I've been singing for a while, but it was when I was 13 that I legitimately started creating music. Um, started writing and, and performing. And then 14, we were performing around. We had our own little group. And, What's uh, it called? Uh, <laughs> you got to tell it. Ask them too quick. We were called, we were called uh, G-Town Missionaries. Okay. And, uh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. No, we were on some some very spiritual, very spiritual tip, and um, you know we didn't have that back then. And like we, I recorded my first album on analog. You know what I mean? Sixteen <sighs> tracks. Had to spit everything all the way through. You know what I mean? You had to get it all in one take. And you had one to take. Choose, What's gonna be on this track? What's gonna be on that track? You know, all the backgrounds were the backgrounds. You know. So you um, used to uh, working with different members, different artists, working with a team, that kind of thing. Yeah. You solo now, or you still got a team. Well, I mean, I'm I'm a solo artist now for the last five years. Um, still have a team though, in general, which I'm very grateful for. Um, some of the same creators uh, that I've worked with for the last like 14 years are still the same ones I work with now. Thankfully, yeah. they were just like on the same tip. And they are way more successful than I am. So I'm very grateful for that. I'd rather have my best friends be more successful than I am. So it leaves me room to grow. Mm, I hear that. Yeah. I mean, because, like, if they're winning, at the end of the day, like, no one wants to be the person that's, like, behind. And I don't think I'm behind. I'm just in a different lane. So, like, they're in a lane that accents mine. And they've invested in my future. Like, uh, Brandon... He does all my mixing and mastering, and he's the whole reason, like, I have the sound I have because he's helped me develop my sound, even helped me when I moved, you know, from Houston 
and he helped me get the right setup that I needed to get. I was already a sound engineer by trade, but like I, I wasn't like a producer sound engineer where I was working it anymore because I had people who were extremely talented. Right. So, uh, people like him, uh, had, he said to me one time, he's like, yeah, man, I spend the most time on your masters because I'm betting on you. Mm. You know, there's a reason why, you know, you have, everyone knows that's in the industry. Like if you come up with someone and they're like, you've been down and you stay down, your price don't change with them. Right. But their price changes to everybody else. Mm -hmm. Brandon is one of those people for me. Salute. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that's what's yeah. up. So it seems like you've been hella attention on YouTube, TikTok, stuff like that, man. Now, yeah. now with you growing and stuff, man, how is it, you know, getting all that attention, getting all that fame, getting recognized amongst the masses and stuff, having your city rep you? Is it, is it a little overwhelming at times? Or, you know, do you ever feel like you're not ready? Nah, man, I was born I mean, ready. Born ready. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Like I was made, I was made to do what I do. Um, I love people. You know, I may not like everybody, but I do love people. So, like, um, I just have a, a endless amount of love. I'm very grateful that I was blessed with that. Um, you know, people don't really phase me. I guess it's probably growing up as only white dude around. So, like, you know, I had to take a lot. <laughs> you know, I had to have thick skin, and Hell you know, yes. so because I was naturally like a lover, people didn't really mess with me. You know what I mean? Like they would try, but they were like, like he's too nice. Like I can't, I like, he's not even phased by this. Like, yeah. I mean, I joined them. Wait, someone say something. I was getting some kind of feedback from somewhere or something. That's oh, probably okay. what it is. All right. Um, but, uh, Oh, I would say, it wasn't until like I got the blue check that people started treating me different. And I thought that was very interesting because what I realized is that once I got the blue check, like everybody else that has a blue check, they're absolutely in the same place they were before they got the blue check. It's just a tool in the industry to be like, Hey, I'm a worker and people have spoken about me uh, enough in press to where like, you should also speak about me. So, but as far as like individuals, I don't really see no difference other than the fact that like people who are verified look at my messages. You know what I mean? Like I'll send messages to really big people and they'll look at it and respond. You know, that's about it. So you just got to be more strategic about it. But other than that, like, like we were just talking about real life does not like social media yeah, a lot of people don't know this, but social media only equates for 7% of word of mouth. And word of mouth equates for up to 50% of business. So word mm. of mouth is going to equate to up to 50% of your listeners. And it's not going to come from social media. Right. Mm. Not listeners. Maybe a perceived clout or, or like one singular action or like a view, really. But a conversion to a listenership only 7% of that is going to come from social media. So like the moves right now, what I'm really grateful of is the relationships are coming. I used this term with someone recently. It's like your, it's like a brain. Okay. Your relationships are like, if you, a nervous system, all right, you have your cores right here and your nervous system sends out a message through each of the little nerves and they light up. All right. When you do something, if you've properly developed your life relationally, 
when you do something, it's going to light up through those relationships just like naturally when you do something. And what's happening now is I didn't even do a music video for this single that I'm dropping, uh, that I'm just dropped. Uh, this Christmas song, but mm-hmm. I sent it out to like all the DJs that I've, and they sent it out to more DJs, and then uh, and then I and I treat them well because I, you know, I love them and and there's a relationship there. I make sure they get their custom, you know, uh, drops. I know what to do to give them that. I give them their 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 stems, uh, separated so if they mix, uh, mm-hmm. and then not only that, but like uh, the relationships of the people on the song. You know, and then there, I don't know how valuable they are really because we only know each other personally. I don't know, but now you're starting to see because of these personal relationships, people's value that you weren't basing your relationship on will then show. And mm. so we're getting a lot of play on radio right now that I've never had before. Mm. And I didn't even do a PR campaign for this. Wow. So would you would you say that uh, the DJ is important? Because we were just talking about that on Spitfire Radio. It might have been the last week or week before last. But we're talking about how uh, it seems like the DJ is, is missing out of new school, you know, hip hop or whatever. Do you think that uh, the DJ is inter- intricate part of this whole thing? You can't do it without the DJ? You can't have a long career without DJ support. You can have a moment because you can force DJs to play your record. Sure. If you have a moment. That's really rare. But if you want to have a long lasting career independently, you you better appreciate the DJs because the only thing is, is that they're the ones who are actually promoting the records. And remember what I said before, word of mouth equates up to 50 percent and the DJs are the ones with the direct word of mouth. Mm-hmm. But social media yeah. only does seven percent of that fifty. A lot of us DJs, we always want to share the next thing or the next big thing with each other, and we do. A lot of people that have been on this show has been because of other DJs that said, "Yo, D, check out this cat." And the same for your situation. I've, I've sent, I've sent, just like you said, I've sent your song out to a couple DJs. They looking you, for, for Christmas songs. You Thank know what I'm saying? Man. We don't want to play the typical. We want to hear something different. Yeah. Which though that's a good move because we discussed that about Christmas yeah. music is that that's a check for life if it blows up. You know, every year. I mean, if it's at least playable. We yeah. figure, look, we'll see yeah. how it do and then if it if it if it do does all right, which it has been and it yeah. hasn't even right. barely it started, and it next year we'll put some money behind it. Yeah. Yeah, Mariah Carey still eating, and yeah. Curtis Blow, <laughs> Curtis Blow still eating, and that was back in the seventies. Run DMC still eating. Yeah. Uh, so Mariah many. ain't been relevant in probably fifteen years, and, and, and no, and listen, she still every single year has an Apple special <laughs> for Christmas, singing the yeah. same song. She's the Christmas queen. Yeah, true indeed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so a Christmas really album, is good, is a Christmas album in the works? Then you're gonna do a whole album, or did you? Was this just a one-off with this single? It was a bucket list. Bucket list uh, check. Right, <laughs> man. Don't say that. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna write a whole Christmas album. Look, I'm a, I'm a, always right, you know, and I'm always gonna push the boundaries. But I had a vision for this last December. You know, I wrote the first verse last December and I was like, I was going to put it out as a freestyle. And I was like, mm, I'm going to hold on to it. 
mm-hmm. hold on to it. And then I hooked up with Sammy and, and DJ Snapshot, who became close friends. And I realized there's a song here. Found the, the foundation music, uh, like the foundation beat from uh, Berkey and G Wiz. Um, they're out in Germany, I believe. And um, and then, you know, that inspired what you hear now. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So I like any- to produce uh, into a record. So, like, I like to get um, inspiration from, from, like, a record, from, like, a foundation that isn't too far along. And then I like to make it my own. And I like to bring someone. So, like, someone could, like, I like to buy exclusives. But let's say exclusives aren't available, and in the past, like, uh, there's been times where, like, someone sent me and said, hey, you know, hey, this person did a song to the same beat. Now, my, I don't share fans with that person, so I'm not tripping, but anyways, mine's gonna be better. And it's not gonna be, uh, it's not gonna be the same song, because I actually take the music and turn it into something completely different. Wow. It works for a better flow for me right now. I am producing some things from scratch with some other uh, buddies. There's this guy uh, named uh, PR Kane out here. He's become a very close friend. This dude is like the future. Uh, this dude's really good with electronic sound and being able to mix uh, the, the electronic feel into my records not trying to make like EDM or pop but actually just exploring a different realm because I like to lean a little bit electronic mixed in with my soul and um, it makes new sound it makes an original sound that you can hear like oh that's that's Trevor that sounds like mm-hmm. a Trevor record like you could tell in the, in the Christmas song there's this breakdown in the third verse I produced that specifically in that verse all I was saying is that like the the electric sound that you can kind of feel like there's this electric R&B sound that comes into the record during the third verse mm-hmm. and I mean that's just an example of how I lean towards this electric soul element in my records there's always going to be this electronic groove okay so you've been part of the theme for yourself you said um Man, you've been in the music ever since you picked up the guitar. What made you pick up that guitar? Start just nah. getting it. What made you start going down this path, man? Um, you know, I picked up like the pen and the pad when I was eight years old. Uh, started writing like poetry and stuff. I would write these short stories as soon as I could write. And you know, I thought I thought myself a little writer. I thought I was gonna write a book at age eight I started you know writing a little book on the computer and so it just happened that I liked words man I liked to write words I liked to see words um I like doing things with paper and I think that just developed into you know my love of language and I think that uh I always had an ear for uh, for music and I loved to dance so like when uh, my mom, she passed down her guitar to me when I was 13 and just really clicked together, I guess. Hmm. Who are some of your influences? Like old school artists, new school artists? Give me give me a couple of names. You know, I like writers. 
is really important to me. I also, I study the structure mm. of a story from great writers. Like that's something I'm really obsessed with. So like when I'm writing a song, I'm always obsessed with how it's experienced from start to finish. And is there any wasted time? And do you feel like you went somewhere? Mm. And some of the greatest people who are good at that are Prince, uh, mm. Taylor Swift. Um, I like the, the joining of Pharrell, Timberland with with um, Justin Timberlake mm -hmm. and uh, Johnny Cash. Those are some of the best storytellers. Those are these are anytime I find out someone who has like a really big fan base that I've never known about too. Um, yeah. And I'd be like, why do they have a big fan base? And they're just some like singer songwriter type. And you realize, like I've noticed that people will be really into like a local singer songwriter. And we might listen to them and be like, it might not be like something catchy or, or whatever, but people love it. And it's because there's a story. So, like, that's something I'm obsessed with, and that's some of my influences. Yeah, you talking about stories. Now you got me thinking about like Slick Rick and uh, you know some of the old school storytellers, like old school hip hop. But yeah, when you talking about story, you talking about stuff like that, like you know, like the Big Daddy Kane's or yeah, uh, KRS One, where they would tell stories and rhymes and stuff like that. I would say, as far as hip hop is concerned, um, I mean, it would have to be like like. Lil Wayne. Wayne. Uh, I know that sounds uh, we were crazy, just talking about years, Wayne. So, um, <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a story that I, I can't think right off the bat any uh, stories from Lil Wayne other than Mona Lisa featuring Kendrick. I'm obsessed with that song. That's got to be one of the best story songs I've ever heard. I really felt like I was in it. I felt like I understood something I'd never experienced before, but I knew of. And, um, you know, Jay-Z is great and he's great at, at letting you in on a life that he he was a part of and he would always give you a perspective of his, his experience really well. But um, if you want to go all the way back, Will Smith was probably one of the greatest storytellers. True indeed. You know, of all time. And Ella Cool J was good, but... Uh, I'd have to say I would argue that Will Smith is probably one of the best storytellers. Mm. I agree. If you could work with any artist, who would it be? Between Besides Lil Wayne, I mean, if you, if you had your top three artists you'd like to work with, who would it be? Wait, are we talking hip hop or are we talking in general? In general. Just in general. Okay. Just in general. Because we talking like fantasy, or are we talking about like who would I like to work with right now? Right now. Yeah, like right now. I think that me and Pharrell would make the perfect mix. I think that uh, I could be in a studio with Pharrell and Timbaland and we would make probably one of the best albums that ever existed. Mm. And as far as like artists to do a song with, I'd have to say JoJo. Um, and... Uh, Ace Hood. Ace Hood. <laughs> I don't know that name. And Kevin Gates would be like 
Okay. Uh, yeah. uh, a dream. Yeah. Yeah. Now Kevin Gates. I like Kevin Gates. Mm. Yeah, man. Yeah, I yeah, listen man. to Ace Hood and, and Kevin Gates pretty much every day, and uh, and JoJo's just uh, like her her vocals, like in the way that she rides a record. I just feel like I could make. I feel like even not even from an artist standpoint, like I feel like I could help her make. If I executive produce a song for her, I feel like I could help her make the best song she's ever or the best album she's ever had, period. Mm. Wow. That's up. Okay. Yeah. Hey, man. Do you want to give a shout out? Tell everybody where you, how to follow you, all that stuff before we go? All your links and such. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you want to learn more and plug in, you can always go to trevorleemusic.com. Uh, but at Trevor Lee Music is everywhere. You know, YouTube, uh, we stay dropping. Yeah, I have a TikTok, I have all of that. Instagram is the best place to engage with me. Um, but wherever you are at, I have something there for you to engage with. So music yeah, is everywhere. Yes, sir. Cool. Cool. Well, man, I'll tell you what, we, we definitely salute you and thank you. For coming here to uh, the Spitfire, man, this, this has been a great experience, man. Good to hear about your stuff. I seen you blowing it up on Instagram, man. I think I haven't followed you yet because I just stumbled upon, but I'm about to follow you here in a minute. I see all types of little skits and stuff that you're doing. I can see uh, how you uh, uh, making a lot of moves and such on TikTok and stuff. How do you keep that fresh material? Is this just funny stuff that you come up with off the cuff and you do it, or what? Or are you actually writing this stuff down and planning it out? Yeah, everything is planned um, one to two years in advance. So everything you're experiencing wow. now is uh, is old to me. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, yeah. I'm like, wow. All right, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, this is probably the, like, the next record is, like, two years old that's going to drop. This record, what we cut it close. Sometimes something will hit me, and I think it needs to be in the pipeline sooner than later only because it makes more sense but yeah it's like it's like building an empire or a business that's building uh, that's releasing products it's about the the audience experience so like everything needs to make sense as you've plugged in like i'm not gonna take you to the end result it's also like you know apple they they have already like the iphone 29 you know what i mean like but they're gonna keep releasing iphone 11 iphone 12 13 14 all the way to 29 because they're not going to waste uh the developments in the journey oh yeah yeah true indeed huh? we're probably not ready for 29 uh you know. <laughs> as a community but anyways i want to give a big shout out to uh dj depoys for always supporting and i want to say thank you so much for uh for having me on guys it was really a pleasure talking to y'all yeah i found you, you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. i'm about to follow you too I'm on, I'm already following, man. I can't wait to see what more you got. Uh, I made one of the meetings so far. I got you on Spotify, man. And we look forward to interviewing you in the near. But thank you so much, right. guys. I'll let y'all to it. Y'all got a, uh, some more interviews to do, but thanks for having me on for real. I appreciate y'all. Oh, yeah. Yes, thank you. We'll do it again real soon, man. For sure. All right. Take care. All right. Take care. Yeah. Go ahead, baby. I'll be there in a second. But you call it? 
butterflies More like jingle bells riding through the night I don't kiss and tell, but there's something right Temple with some hips, call you pumpkin spice Little rumble in the rain, then we tumble drop Big snuggles, little pain like the sun will rise When we cuddle, it feels safe like a couple nines When you mind, every day be Christmas time Every day be chilling live, cause so much we killing time Cuffing up like this a crime, shift the clutch like stealing rides I feel like I skipped the line, fell in love like slip and slide And it's all about slip inside, guess we wrapped in sheets tonight it's Christmas, the fire started blazing right Cruising in the air while mistletoe be in our eyes Can't escape, uh, beat it like some street lights Take a break, bring it back, rewind It's Christmas, the fire started blazing right Cruising in the air while mistletoe be in our eyes Can't escape, uh, beat it like some street lights Take a break, bring it back I'm dressing, needing dresses, no falling through the night. Fire side is steady. Phone on D and D, but we feeling this connection. Look like a reflection. Matching turtleneck to hide the hickeys from your parents. Licking in the cocoa, tell the truth like we was naked. And it's probably why I'm feeling every day is Christmas. It's Christmas, the fire side is blazing right. Cruising in the air while mistletoe be in our eyes. Can't escape, uh, beating like some street lights. Take a break, bring it back. This Christmas, the fire side is blazing right. Cruising in the air while mistletoe be in our eyes. Can't escape, uh, beating like some street lights. Take a break. She taking pictures on her phone so she can send them to her closest friends So they can see us closer than they other friends I just wanna know if we can link up again Pouring liquor in the cocoa and just snuggling Ugly sweater vibes, she say I get Santa vibes Stuff stock is full of cash, guess we eating before dinner time Watching Stranger Things, trying to see the other side Like the Grinch, I'm trying to steal her heart before it's Valentine's The fire side is blazing right Cruising in the air while mistletoe be in our eyes Can't escape, uh, beat it like some street lights Take a break, bring it back, rewind This Christmas, the fire side is blazing right Cruising in the air while mistletoe be in our eyes Can't escape, uh, beat it like some street lights Take a break, bring it back Spitfire Save, the Twice the night before Christmas, and all through the Hold house. it, now wait, hold it, that's played out. Hit it! Don't you give me all that jive about things you wrote before eyes alive. Cause this ain't 1823, ain't even 1970. Now I'm the guy named Curtis Blow, and Christmas is one thing I know. So every year, just about this time, I celebrate it with a rhyme. Gonna shake it, gonna bake it, gonna make it good Gonna rock, shock, knock it through your neighborhood Gonna read, gonna sing it till it's understood My rap been about to happen like a knee You were slapping or I told you been tapping on a hunk of wood Bought a red suited dude with a friendly attitude And a slave full of goodies for the people on the block Got a long white beard, maybe looks kinda weird And if you ever see him, he can give you quite a shock Now people let me tell you about last year When the dude came flying here. Well, the hawk was out, snow was on the ground. Folks stayed in to party down. The beat was thumping on the box, and I was dancing in my sock. And the drummer played at a solid pace. And the taste of the bass was in my face. 
And the star player lay down the heavy layer of the funky junkie rhythm of the disco beat. And the guy with the 88 started to participate, and I could sure appreciate the sound so sweet. We were all in the mood, so we had a little food and a joke and a smoke and a little bit of wine when I thought I heard a hoop on the top of the roof. Could it be it wasn't me? I was feeling super fine. So I went to the attic where I thought I heard the static on the chance that the fans was somebody breaking in. But the noise on the top was a reindeer drop. Just a trick, same thing. And I left the sucker in. He was rolly, he was bully, and I said, holy moly, you got a lot of on your chinny chin chin he allowed he was proud of the hairy little crowd on the point of the door where the skin should have been gets cool for a cool going out every you for a day on the slave when the cold was low so the beer made me weird but i'll never have a cheer cause it's warm in the store when it's in below i said yo god it's cold tonight but can you stop for a drop before you go he said why not if the music's hot and our chance of dance beneath the mistletoe so he went downstairs and forgot his scares and he rocked And every young girl tried to rock his world, but he booked the Yogi Yogi till he had to go. And before he went, this fine old gent bought a gift with a sip through his big red bags. In the top or the bottom, he reached in and got a toy for the boys for the girls' glad rags. And the grown-ups got some presents too. A new TV and a stereo, you. A new Seville bought as blue as the sky. The best that money couldn't buy. Slide, say. Yes, 
or a teacher or an electrician, a fighter or a writer or a politician, the man with the key to your ignition. Curtis Blow is competition. Young ladies, shock the house. Jazz the young ladies, shock the house. Now just throw your hands in the air and wave it like you just don't care. If y'all really ready, rock the house. This morning somebody said, oh yeah.
Christmas trees. Decorate the house with lights at night. Snow's on the ground, snow white so bright. In the fireplace is the Yule log. Beneath the mistletoe as we drink eggnog. The rhymes that you hear are the rhymes of Daryl. Like each and every year we bust Christmas carols. Christmas carols. Radio, they are unmatched. Yo, 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 as always, we appreciate everybody tuning in. We appreciate your support. We appreciate everything that comes with this. And we wish you all a happy new year and Merry Christmas wherever you may be, whatever you may celebrate. Happy holidays. You got to touch all bases. At anywho, we will see y'all in 2022 with a whole new show, a whole new vibe. Until next year. Peace, y'all. This is Big Five. Save the matches with the brothers that are unmatched. Peace. Merry Christmas. Now in this camp lived three wise men. They said, hey, indeed, where have you been? They said that they had been expecting me. Told me to kick off my sandals and relax my feet. We started to talk, a lot of time was spent. Tell her how MCs wouldn't be content. Till the Christmas spirit was gone and demolished. And I was the only one who could abolish their plan. So I took a stand, but they said I must journey across the land. I said, listen, my friend, I'll be glad to go. But the sand out there is worse than snow. The first wise man said, Said, yes, that's true. To protect my feet, gave me ballet shoes. The second wise man said, yes, you're right. And gave me a candle to shade my eyes. The third wise man, leaning on a cane, said, take this mic, rapper Dana Dane. He said that the mic would help my words of Christmas cheer be clearly heard. My journey at the first light. I traveled the desert for a fortnight. Aside, I tried the North Star, my God. Pulled my Kango over my eyes. Took off my belly, dumped the sand on the side. Put my belly back on and continue my stride. Off I went through the sand and mist. Taking all types of chances and all kinds of risks. It was Christmas Eve. Time was growing short. Then I came upon the place that I had sought. Went up to the door, straight in the palace. Faces were filled with contempt and malice. Up on the stage, what did I see? That's right, party people, a sucker MC. Went up.